RNZ Pacific News. Hello, good plant day through law you. I'm Lydia Lewis. Solomon Islands caretaker Prime Minister Manasse Songovare has taken a shot at his political rivals on the campaign trail. The Democratic and Democratic Alliance parties plan to scrap policies made by the caretaker government. They want to reverse a recent pay rise for MPs and give public servants a 15% boost. At a campaign rally in the western province, Manasse Songovare rubbished the promises, calling them unrealistic. He says the country is still recovering from the 2021 riots and could not afford to do that. The joint national and provincial elections have been set down for April 17. Tensions remain in Papua New Guinea following the latest massacre. Dozens were killed in the attack on February 18. A tribesman who would like to remain anonymous says both sides are collecting bullets ready for the next fight. They are ready. They are ready uh, collecting uh, bullets. The other side are getting ready for bullets and the other side are ready for bullets. The other side have got uh, they have killed numbers and uh, weakened on the other side a bit. Representatives of Fiji's Great Council of Chiefs are set to gather for their first meeting of the year in Pacific Harbour on Viti Levu. A new chairperson is expected to be appointed at the meeting tomorrow. Ahead of that meeting, Pacific traditional leaders from Samoa, Tonga, Hawaii and New Zealand are in Fiji, meeting on Bao Island at the invitation of High Chief Ratu Epenisa Thakombao. Last week, Itauke Affairs Minister Ifere Emi Vasu said there will be three representatives, each from the 14 provinces plus Rotuma. Fiji's Women and Children's Minister says Pacific Island countries need to strengthen cyber safety laws. Linda Tambuya says she's been dealing with online harassment. The Australian eSafety Commission has stepped in and removed alleged lewd images shared online. Ms Tambuya says she's not the only one this has happened to and she wants stronger policies to address the issue across the region. You get more attacks from people who live overseas. So our women MPs need to reach out to those countries where those people who are attacking them live because their laws are much stronger. But it's also a lesson for us within to strengthen our laws so that we can stand up against online bullying. The Embassy of France in Vanuatu says it's looking to establish an Office of Development Agency, or ADF, in Vanuatu later this year. The Vanuatu Daily Post reports two French delegates, including the ADF regional director, have been in Vanuatu. One of them has signed an agreement to bolster the deployment of French volunteers there. Around 20 volunteers are expected to take part in solidarity missions across the archipelago this year. In Aotearoa, a migration advocate says the whole work visa policy needs overhauling before flaws in its operation will be resolved. A review of Immigration New Zealand's approach to the accredited employer work visa criticised inadequate checks on visa applications to stop migrant exploitation. A spokesperson for the Migrant Workers Association, Anu Kaloti, says many workers felt burnt by the scheme. 
shortcuts have been taken, I'm afraid to say. And then, yeah, it definitely feels like that. And the the number of migrant workers that um, we deal with, people who come to us on a daily basis, who've been exploited, who've been scammed, it's, it's just on the rise. And then that speaks volumes to the fact that you know, the checks and balances have been ignored. Anu Kalotti says the root cause of the problems is in how it has been set up rather than its operation. Still in New Zealand, the local cop in Mahia is warning beachgoers about the increased risk of shark attacks after a great white ripped a whale from a rescuer who was trying to refloat it. A mother and baby pygmy whale washed up at Mahia Beach on Sunday, but the shark attack stymied the rescue. Local police officer Chad Prentice says while sharks are common, this kind of story is not. He's managed to get the, the three metre long uh, pygmy sperm whale back out into the water, into water that's about belly button deep. And whilst holding it and trying to trying to give it a the breath of life, if you like, a shark has come in and hit the front end of the whale whilst he's been holding it. Chad Prentice says the man then ran back onto shore while the shark took a second hit at the whale, dragging it out to sea with no remains to be found. A high-frequency radar that provides real-time information on ocean currents is set to be installed in Newair. It will be the first of its kind in the region. Met Service Director Rossi Mitiepo told local media he discussed the development of different ocean monitoring systems with the Pacific community last week. The installation of the proposed system is a part of a five-year Green Climate Fund project. The life expectancy for people in French Polynesia, Vanuatu and New Caledonia has shot up over the last few decades. The island nations had the largest spike in the Pacific. Vanuatu MP Ralf Reganvanu says it's good news to see Vanuatu listed as one of 15 countries worldwide with the biggest increases of life expectancy at birth. The World Bank Statistics show there has been an average jump of around 20% with French Polynesia sitting on a 21% increase. In world news, Peru has declared a health emergency across most of the country following the rapid spread of dengue fever. 32 people have died so far and more than 30,000 have contracted the mosquito-borne disease. The BBC's Leonardo Roca has more. The measure allows the government to allocate extra resources for the areas affected, 20 of Peru's 25 regions. Health experts say a heat wave and torrential rains have created favourable conditions for the proliferation of the Aegis aegypti mosquito, which can also transmit yellow fever, Zika and chikungunya. They blame climate change and the El Niño phenomenon for the extreme heat and storms. Neighbouring countries, including Brazil, Argentina and Paraguay, have also experienced a surge in the number of cases. Japan is set to begin a fourth discharge of treated radioactive water into the Pacific Ocean from Wednesday. The owner of the wrecked Fukushima nuclear power plant, TEPCO, has been releasing the water in batches since August last year. Our correspondent Chris Gilbert reports from Tokyo. It's said to be the last release of wastewater for the fiscal year and comes as TEPCO confirms that test results from previous discharges show the water as well within the safety standards it set with the Japanese government. 
For 17 days, a total of 7,800 tonnes of waste water will be released, the same as the three previous discharges. However, until now, TIPCO has been conducting a last-minute test of the water to check levels of the radionuclide tritium before release. It will now begin skipping this step. It has more than a million tonnes of water to dispose of, a process that's said to take 30 to 40 years to complete. In sport, Vanuatu and Papua New Guinea are set to play intercontinental friendlies next month in a new FIFA project. The pilot FIFA series will see the governing body support its member associations in organising international friendly matches. The series is set to run every second year in even years on the calendar, comprising of four national teams from different confederations in a single host country. PNG has been invited to play in the series in Sri Lanka and Vanuatu in one of two in Saudi Arabia next month. The pilot programme will run in the FIFA international window of March 18 to 26. Full rollout is expected in 2026. The draw has been made for the next round of seven circuit in Los Angeles this weekend. On the men's side, Samoa is grouped with USA, New Zealand and Australia in Pool B. Fiji is in Pool C with France, Great Britain and Canada. In the women's draw, the Fijiana are in Pool A with New Zealand, Brazil and South Africa. The LA Sevens kicks off on Friday, local time. And that's the latest news and sport for RNZ Pacific. You can read more on our website, rnzi.com.